two, one. Welcome everybody to the God is Awesome podcast, where we go over Christian testimonies of faith. And like these are all true stories of uh, everyday Christians um, talking about how an extraordinary God changed their lives. My name is Aaron. I'm your host today. I'm super glad that you're with us. And we have an awesome testimony and awesome guest lined up for you today in Amanda Morales. Amanda, say what's up to everybody. Good morning. Good morning. It is early <laughs> in the morning right now, and uh, we are ready to get started. Um, before we do, though, if this uh, testimony speaks to you or you think it will be beneficial for someone else to listen to, um, please like it and share it um, and, and share it with that person and uh, review us on iTunes. Like it, it, It's not really for the, you know, the likes or anything, but it's just to make sure that, hey, you know what? People think that they're alone in their struggles, and they're not. Uh, these, these struggles are not you know, unique. And I mean, everyone's struggle is kind of unique, but you know, uh, other people can kind of testify to that and help each other through it. That's why God gave us the church. Anyway, um, thank you so much for joining us. Amanda, let's get this thing started. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, origin story, where you're coming from, maybe your childhood and stuff like that. Um, there you go. All right. Fasten your seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, my name is Amanda Morales. Um, I'm originally from New Jersey. I was born in 1976. Okay. And we were there till I was about nine. Um, while there at five years old, I had a very traumatic experience happen to me personally with a neighbor, um, that basically pushed probably a lot of the destruction in my life in my teens. Um, when we moved here, <laughs> uh, it seemed like my, it really bothers you. Yeah. <laughs> um, when we moved here, my mother had my hair cut <laughs> and it was supposed to be a bob and they gave me, I don't know if you know what a pixie cut looks like. It's basically like your hair right now. Oh, um, <laughs> spikes. <laughs> yeah. And I also had gained a lot of weight okay. when we moved here. I had no friends. And Port St. Lucie was a um, nothing. Mm -hmm. And it was 1986. And, I mean, there was absolutely nothing here. It was just woods and a couple of condos. And <laughs> and so it was it was rough when we moved here having nobody but my brothers who loved to call me George because my hair was short. Um, <laughs> and I guess once we got our house built and everything and I started going into schools, um, I started meeting some friends, you know, but I just never, ever felt I guess wanted want not, not even wanted. I trusted no one, hmm. you know, even though someone would say, Oh, you're my friend. I always in the back of my mind was like, no, they're not. Hmm. Um, so trust was really broken. It was a really hard thing. For you to big, big trust issues. Gotcha. So I don't want to, I just want to cue the listeners and, you know, like um, some of the stuff earlier, the reason why we kind of skipped through is because really sensitive stuff. Um, but the the rest of the testimonies kind of push this way. Like there's no, there's hard to build trust. Yeah. Hard to make friends, hard to make connections, R real honest ones. Yeah. 
because of walls you maybe built up? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Always had, I had walls up for years, you know, and, uh, I would say elementary was cool. Once I found my friend, Julie, Mm -hmm. uh, she stole my best friend still to this day, never, ever judged me, never, ever had one bad thing to say to me. It didn't matter if I was at my worst or my best. She was always there. Gotcha. Um, so God worked through someone. Yes. Okay. Um, and she's had some ups and downs too. So (laughs) I've never judged her ever. Um, so what happened in your teen years? Oh, (laughs) my teen years was a little bit of a combination of mean girls and, um, boys in the hood. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, very angry teenager. Very, very angry. Um, I fought a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. And I mean, you looked at me the wrong way and it was, it wasn't pretty. Okay. I repressed anger, a lot of repressed anger. Okay. Um, also, also, which is very strange. People wanted to be my friend sure. <laughs> because I knew how to fight, sure. which I found very awkward, but People wanted to meet me. Okay. They wanted to be me. They wanted to hang out with me. They wanted, you know, and I was always living in my brother's shadow. Okay. I was never Amanda. I was Tom's sister. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're Tom's sister. Yeah. I, I don't have a name. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we hung out in a, probably about a group of 30. All right. And in this town at, in, the early nineties, again, there's nothing to do for teenagers. There was no outlets. Um, a lot of the churches did not reach out to the community. Okay. Um, so we hung out in the woods, keg parties, bonfires, um, smoke of marijuana. Okay. Um, half my girlfriends were pregnant by 16. All right. Um, I didn't have to worry about that because I was always everybody's friend. Sure. I was, I was the chubby girl. Okay. Always wanted to be the pretty girl, but was always the chubby girl. Um, didn't know how to do my hair. Okay. Didn't know how to put makeup on. So this lovely curls were as a big fat Afro. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, always wanted the boyfriend. Yeah. You know, always wanted that connection and never really got it um by i would say high school time i think god pushed me in a way to understand that if i went to port st Lucie high school i was not going to graduate Hmm. and i told my mother this i said we have two options either i go to port st Lucie high and I'm hanging out with the same people and I skip school every single day. Yeah. And I'm not there because I'm hanging out with them. Or I go to Westwood who had a program that they were offering where half the day you went to school, half the day you went to the college and did a, a, a trade. So my mother said, I think that's a good idea. And I went to Westwood. So let me ask you a few questions here. Sure. Um, 
did was there a religion in your life at this time or faith we were life? catholic okay. we were practicing in jersey but when we got here we started going to i'm not going to call them out but a catholic church here okay and um my parents weren't happy with it okay so they just basically just stopped going any particular reason or is it like the general catholic stuff is it judging okay okay felt like they were getting judged a lot yeah gotcha Okay. Um, also, the second thing is, what, what's it like growing up as the chubby girl, self-proclaimed? <laughs> you know, like, what's it like saying, uh, I'm guessing you're in middle school at this time. Yeah. Uh, so what's it like being everyone's, what, how you said, friend or uh, not being wanted? Everyone wanted to be with you, but no one wanted to be you with know. you. Yeah. With <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what was that like? What does that do for uh, uh, identity, self-worth? Lonely. Okay. Lonely. Yeah. You felt like it was... You got people around you, but you're still alone. Yeah. Hmm. You know, and it, it brought on a lot of jealousy, oh. rage. Okay. Um, to the point where you stop caring about other people's feelings. Right. Right. And you're already going into this with a lot of baggage and yes. all that's packed on top of that too. Yes. Okay. Okay. So this is the type of person you were uh, forming in your teen years. Yes. Um, so you're, you're going to Westwood now? High yes. school? Yes. And um, I stayed to myself. I, I stayed away from the cliques, the groups, uh, did my drama class, did my chorus class, my um, pottery classes, sure. my regular classes. Um, and I was started with the veterinarian classes. Um, yeah, that was, um, wasn't expecting how hard that was going to be. <laughs> so okay. I went to the counselor and told her, I can't do, I, 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 I couldn't because I was also dyslexic on top of everything else. Okay. Um, so how did this all shape? Like, um, you know, coming to how, when did you come to Christ? When did you like, find I faith? found faith when I found my husband. Okay. How long ago was that? Oh, let me, let me correct that. My second husband. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So how, like, what's the path here? Like I'm trying to see the path to what's the biggest shaping forces in your life here that, that you're talking about. My biggest forces was my kids my husband ken mm -hmm. his family but especially before that, you had a but you had before a... that i there i knew there was a god i prayed to him okay uh but didn't know how to pray interesting did not know how what kind of works he could do for me okay um because i didn't understand the bible i didn't i i wasn't taught to go into the Bible. I wasn't taught to, you know, trust in him the way I do now. Sure. So you're, so you met your first husband then and you had, oh, yeah, he was a peach. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> was, I'm guessing it's not a very healthy relationship. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. No. There was a lot of uh, physical and mental abuse. Oh, uh, on both parts. Really? What, what happened? Um, we were young. We were way young. How young? Um, he was two years younger than I was. And when we decided to get married, before that, he had already gotten me into heavier drugs than marijuana. Okay. So how old were you? Um, when we first met, um, I was 18, almost 19. Okay. So you graduated high school, mm -hmm. then you met this With guy. With my nail degree, because I had to switch from veterinarian gotcha. to uh, nail technician. All right. 
Um, so at 16, I had my nail license. So from 16 on, I was a nail technician. Gotcha. Um, then you met this younger guy. Yes. What kind of drugs did he get you into? Uh, cocaine. Gotcha. How long were you on that for? Ooh, for a, a long time. What process? What, uh, what at go? least all through my 20s. All through my 20s. Really? Oh, yeah. 10 years. So what made you go from marijuana to cocaine? Was it just you liked the guy a lot and you just... I, 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 it, it's, I often wonder like how that progression goes. Um, boredom. Boredom. Interesting. You know, you go out to the clubs, you have drinks, you know, this and that, hang out. And then, hey, tr give this a try. Mm -hmm. Well, with that, I liked cocaine because it made me more personable. Mm -hmm. it, it eased the anger? Yes. Mm. Made you funner? It made me funner. It made me talk more. I'm, I'm, this right here is the most I've talked. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell I'm it's, not a real talker. I could tell it's difficult. Um, but with that, you don't care. Sure. You don't, you don't care what you talk about, how you talk about it. You, everybody is your friend. Did you, have kid, <laughs> did you have kids at this time? At that time? Um, no, not okay. yet. All right. So you were with this guy, you got married early twenties. Yes. Okay. And then uh, cocaine. Um, Two months before our wedding, I found out I was pregnant. Gotcha. Uh, stopped everything. Okay. Um, we got married. Uh, he was always a cheater. I just didn't, I knew, but I didn't know. Okay. Um, you stayed with him? I stayed with him. Why? Um, because I couldn't prove it. Mm. Um, after we had our son, Alan, he... We had to leave our apartment and move back into my parents. And a did, couple of nights I would um, wake up and he was not in bed. Mm. And then I started prying and prying and prying, looking in the phones and, and came across a lot of things. You couldn't, oh. Yeah, you couldn't prove it, but you had strong suspicion. Yes. Gotcha. What'd but then you, I started proving it. Oh, okay. Like going through the phones and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And not only that, his best friend even admitted it to me because he got tired of being thrown as a pawn. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm with Gary. So I would be pissed off at him and start yelling and screaming at him. Sure. And he was like, Amanda, you know what? You're a good person. You're a good mother. And you should not be put through this. This is where he is. This is who he's with. And how long did it go for? Uh, oh, I kicked him out that night. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I packed his things, went to his mother's house, stuck it right in front of her garage and said, he's your problem. Bye-bye. Sure. Um, Did that end it officially? Or? No. Okay. No. We went back and forth for a hot minute and it was because of my son. Mm. You know. Just tried to work it out for the family. Yeah, because my parents never divorced. Mm. My parents were always together and that's what I wanted. I wanted what my parents had. Sure. You know, and. You said he was mentally and physically abusive. Yes. In what ways? Just changing stories around, uh, trying to make it, oh, well, you wouldn't touch me. You wouldn't come near me. Mm. Um, you know, trying to make it my fault. Um, the physical abuse started when we, I basically had had it and started seeing somebody else and he punched me in the face. Wow. Um, so let me back up. So this mental abuse and shifting stories and blaming you 
and then him disappearing through the night mm-hmm. um, and the lies and stuff like that. And then you said you've had it, like you guys, you thought you were done and then you started seeing someone else. Yeah. And then he found out and he punched you in the face. Yeah. Man. And me growing up with two older brothers, um, yeah, I fought back. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, Man. Um, Jail time? No. Okay. No, thank, thank the Lord. I've never seen the back of a, of a police car. Sure. Okay. So um, do you, how'd you, how was the divorce on that? That actually, the divorce was fine. Okay. The vo- and and um, because he had fi- found somebody else, um, and he was planning on marrying her, he was destructive in himself. True. You know, um, his background is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the divorce went fine. Um, and I never. I, I'm not that person, oh, if you don't pay me child support, you're not going to see your kid. Takes two to tango, you mm-hmm. know, that's your son. You're going to see him, you know. Uh, even when he started paying his child support, he was always there for his son. Okay. You know, he he's, you know, got him on the days he was supposed to, you know, but he also was big time into now pills. Okay. So a lot of times, you know, I questioned myself for dropping him off knowing what was going on there how'd you Uh, make that choice you just outweigh like he's his father he deserves it still yeah okay um also my son was also diagnosed with adhd okay and anger issues really uh he finally cleaned himself up and went into the army okay um, which I thought was awesome for him. Your ex-husband? Yes. Okay. Um, How old are you guys at this time? At this time. Late 30s we, or late 20s? I would say, yeah, late 20s. Early 30s? Yeah. Okay. No, 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 not even 30s yet. About late 20s. Gotcha. Um, and that was cool. And by this time, we, I had let go of a lot of the anger I had towards him. Uh, and still to this day, he is, he's a friend of mine. Okay. You know, we talk, we, we discuss things, you know, he, we, you know, if I have issues with our son, we discuss them together. Right. You know, we have a very, uh, friendly relationship, especially with, for our son. So, so where does this land you now? Right. So you're, so after the first marriage, you've gone through all this stuff with your, ex-husband. but I'm still using, still using cocaine. Yes. And that was my, um, like I said, made me more personable, but it also um, made me very skinny. Hmm. And I was afraid if I stopped, I would get fat again. So this this kind of stuff stems from middle school. Yes. You didn't want that life or that persona. Yes. And I was getting lots of attention. Hmm. So you thought that this that cocaine gave you something that you never had before. Yes. Good looks, appreciation, ultimately worth. Yes. And my... How'd you feel? When I would sober up, horrible. And when you were high, great. Awesome. Yeah. So you always, so you always wanted to stay high. 
Was it bad? How, how often did you use? I used all the time. What's because the time? I would get I would get it free. Jeez. Yeah. Discount stores, huh? Um, <laughs> no, you, I one of my closest friends was the dealer. Oh, okay. Uh, my job was to just look pretty, go out in the clubs, find girls, and bring them back to the VIP room for him and his buddies. Mm. So it was like a it was like a give and take here. Yeah. He wanted some girls around him. He had a good friend, good looking. Bring him back. I'll give you free yeah. free cocaine. Um, and you had a son at this time. Yes. I was always there for my son that I, you know, even my mom, she said, even at your worst, you were always there for your son. Mm -hmm. I mean, I always made sure I was there in the morning to get him up, make his breakfast, get him ready for school, sure. get him to school, sure. do his homework with him when I was home after work. Um, was it exhausting? Yes. Yeah. Yes, because there was probably about two hours of sleep, maybe. Yeah, I'm thinking like the um, clubs don't let out. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was, um, you know, that I, I I do have to give myself. I, I I never brought other men around my son. Okay. Even if I was dating them, they did not come home. They did not come around my child. Yeah. Um, I've kept, I kept my second lifestyle away from him you yeah. know uh so what happened after that after that um i had an incident where uh, another one of my buddies who also was a dealer i uh, had to go out of town uh he left all of his stuff with me and his house someone knew i was there and he was out of town and broke in while i was out so all the money that i had sold for him and when he got back, I had to let him know that his house was tossed. All of his stuff was gone. And his tossed like a street term? Like, like gone through everything. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. Someone, I don't, I don't broke, someone broke in the, and went through everything. Gotcha. The drug life is like new to me. <laughs> yeah, so I, know. I don't know any terms. Sorry. If you take up a term, I'm not really sure what. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Yeah, right. Um, so, so, okay. So, someone broke in, took everything. Yeah. Um, tossed. So, I had to explain to him this. Okay. Uh, the next day, I actually had a plane ticket to go see family in Jersey for a family reunion. Mm -hmm. He took that as I did this and ran away. So the whole time I was there, um, I was getting messages left and right. Um, wait till you get back. That threats. So I literally on my way home on the plane prayed. Mm -hmm. Was this your first time praying? Yes. In a long, long time. So you were scared for your life? Yes. How old were you? I was 29. Wow. Uh, I got off the plane. I got in my brother's car. I said, you take me to his house. And he said, Amanda, do you, are you serious? I said, I am dead serious. I said, take me to his house. Mm -hmm. I confronted him. And let him know, I did not do this. I said, I will take the brunt of it because you put me here. And I was here. Mm -hmm. I said, I cannot give you a lump sum. I said, but I will pay you back. And he decided that was fine. And then as we were driving home, I told my brother, please pull over. As he pulled over, I took my phone and I threw it into a lake. Why? I was done. 
I was done with drugs. I was done with that lifestyle. I was done with everybody who was in my phone. I was done with everything because that was a realization that I could lose my son. Wow. Okay. I was about to lose my life. My son was about to lose me. And I couldn't have that happen. Gotcha. And when we pulled into the driveway, I walked up to my mother. I told her that I'm a user. These are the signs. This is what you are going to look for. You are going to look for pupil dilation. You are going to look for my nose constantly running. You are going to look for me not sleeping. You are going to be looking for me not eating. I gave her every sign, every ounce of it to make sure that I never touched it again. And have you? Nope. So your mom's been keeping you on the straight and narrow? I've been keeping myself on the straight and narrow. Gotcha. And my children. Yeah. Gotcha. Mama bear needs to yeah. straighten up. That's tough. Yeah, it was. That's a tough realization. So now I'm at 30 and one of my friends decides, hey, you want to go out? I said, sure. I said, but I don't want to go around here. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't want to run into anybody. She goes, okay, we'll go to Jupiter. I said, all right, great. At this time, I was seeing another guy and really wasn't too happy with him, but he decided he was going to come along with us, which we were actually not happy about. We were trying to have a little girl's time. <laughs> So we went to Jupiter and the club that we were supposed to be at closed down. Oh, okay. Um, so we were like, all right, we'll go to Stewart. And I was not happy about it because I knew some people would be there. Uh, but thankfully, none of them were. Okay. But my future husband was. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you met Ken. And actually, I met Ken prior to that. I met Ken when my son was two. Um, He showed up at my friend that I was with that night. Um, He showed up at her house with his sister-in-law, who was one of my friends from middle school. Okay. Um, So 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 I had met him actually prior to that and ran into him prior years at clubs and knew I knew him from somewhere but didn't know. Gotcha. So me and Ken crossed paths a lot of times. How long did you guys date for until you were married? Uh, we dated three years. Three years and got married. Yeah. What happened? Well, Kenneth happened. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Um, Kenneth is your son. Yeah. Uh, yeah, our him. son. Yeah, yeah. Um. So you got. But uh, we went into we went into this relationship with not only my son, but he also had a son and daughter from a previous marriage. Okay. That he had living with him, and they and he had been taken care of since they were little. And then you had a uh, another son with him. <clears throat> yes. Out of by wedlock, out of wedlock. Uh, right before wedlock. Wedlock. Right. right before. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, so did you get married because of the pregnancy, or was the pregnancy already planned? No, the pregnancy was definitely not planned. Oh, um, I mean, the wedding was planned. But was no. it? Okay. So, okay. So, no. you got married because, okay, gotcha. Um, it kind of pushed things along. It, it kind of sped it up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So, you've got two two kids that are by Ken. Yes. One kid, just you. Yes. And then one kid together. Yes. Blended family. Absolutely. And how's, how's parenting there? Woo! That was a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> Still is. Um, yeah, it really is. Um, what 
a lot of people need to understand about blended families is you need to stop judging each other because my parenting is totally different than mm -hmm. my husband's was. Um, and you got to stop using the children against each other. Mm. Uh, you have to be on the same page, same page of, of discipline, same page of, sure. of everything. Cause there's a lot of triangulation that could happen. Yes. And there's a lot of manipulation for sure, especially with the children, mm -hmm. you know, cause you're the step parent, yeah. you know, and that comes with both. Yeah. You're not my you know? real mom, you know, and, and same with my son, like my son, um, literally at the age of 14 physically punched my husband in the face. Why? Um, he caught him smoking a cigarette on the side of the house and Ken, yes, your husband, caught my him. husband caught him okay. and, um, he's better now, but back then his, his, his anger would get the best of him sure. and he didn't handle situations the way I would handle situations, but my handling situations is not good also. Yeah. You know, at that point in time, you said this, this pushed you to Christ though. Oh yeah. How? Because I knew something needed to be done. Our family was spiraling out of control. It was completely spiraling out of control. How long were you married before things started changing? Um, Kenneth was four. So it was four years we were married and we decided we put him into the VBK okay. program with sunlight. Uh, and we started coming to church and um, by I think he was in first grade and um, we got in with the um, Sunday school and also started the Sun Kids program. And you started volunteering. Absolutely. And so through volunteering that, that helped everything. Oh, it pulled it all together. So you started it learning about. I, I was, Oh Bibles. yeah. I was all in there. <laughs> you're like sitting down I, learning with the kids. I, let like, me oh, tell man. you, Sarah, if you're watching, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I just watching her and watching her with the kids. It just it amazed me. Yeah. I mean, and just opened my eyes completely. And that year my son was five. I think it was 2015 me and Kenneth gave ourselves to Christ. Wow. And we got baptized. Four years ago. Yeah. That's and amazing. we got baptized together. Yeah. Um, what caused it? What, what made you change? What, like why? Just watching my family change. Really? N not, not so much our older children because they still put us through some sure, stuff sure. later on. Sure. Um, but just watching my son's love for all of this our youngest kenneth mm -hmm. i mean he just soaked it in and i just i wanted more how did you feel like what were what like you wanted more for your son for your family for yourself yes and it was doing wonders with our marriage okay. because there were some rocky times where i didn't know if me and ken were gonna make it oh i assume so Plenty you know tough. and it has done wonders for our marriage it, we've been the best ever yeah since we accepted this, you know, and he had, he had already accepted it years prior. His family is very Christian. Okay. Um, so he was a Christian coming into the marriage. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and his father played a big part in it. Mm. Okay. His father played a very big part in it with, with me. Um, cause when I lost my father, um, who, <laughs> Hmm. 
he was there for my dad. And he had my dad accept Jesus in the hospital. That's good to hear. My dad was a big part of me. Losing him was very hard. It's still hard. Um, and seeing him accept Jesus just opened my heart. Mm-hmm. And for William to get him to do that, my father-in-law, um, opened my heart to him because my dad was a tough man, you know, a typical guinea from Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was rough. <laughs> um, What's what's a guinea? Is that a drug thing? Too? No, <laughs> that's a that's an Italian. <laughs> okay, <gotcha. laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he uh, he was a tough man. Okay. Uh, also, didn't know how to show a lot of love, you know. But meant the world to you. Yes. You know. How do you die? Uh, uh, his heart failed. Okay. He's also diabetic. Um, I think what crushed him the most is. They took his leg because of the diabetes. Um, And of course, the man that he is, I caught him um, hopping up the... um, (laughs) Stubborn man. (laughs) Very, very stubborn. (laughs) Hammer in one hand, nails in the mouth, and hopping Hopping up a ladder to to fix a wall. Um, (laughs) I could do this. Who needs a leg? Exactly. (laughs) So he's there for you. Um, But when they took his second leg, Mm. I, I think that was his downfall. Sure. And probably very prideful man. Yes, very, very. Had always had taken care of things. Yes. And so when he couldn't anymore. Yeah. Um, How long ago did he pass away? um, That was, I'm going to say 2000. Oh, it's on my arm. 2013. (laughs) (laughs) Or 12. I think it might have been 12. Six, seven years ago? Yeah. Okay. Seven, because uh, my husband's brother, Gary, um, passed about a year later. Can we talk about that? Sure. (laughs) Sergeant Gary Morales. Yes. Um, That was a rough one. Uh, It it hit the community. Big time. Port St. Lucie, if you guys are listening around the world, um, Port St. Lucie... Uh, lost one of its finest. Yeah. Um, maybe walk us through really quick. How'd your family um, uh, brace for that? Dealt with that? Did you were you guys Christians at this time? Yes. Okay. Um. It was rough. How so? Um. At first, you know, everybody came together. You know, there was a big outpour in the community. A big, big outpour. Um. A year later, later, it tore everybody apart. Why? Why a year later? I I'm not sure. Um, a lot of anger, a lot of anger that didn't know where to go. From who? Um, from everybody in the family. Okay. You cool. know, but in, but in different areas, in different situations. What? I don't understand. Um, that's I'm 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 gonna say it's not my story to tell. That okay. that would be Ken's. Gotcha who is listening right now and you're next just to let you know. <laughs> yeah. So what about you then? Um, 
it broke my heart to see it breaking my husband. Mm. That was his little brother. Um, and he's not very an open emotional man. <laughs> Keeps a lot in. Mm-hmm. Um, so to see him break and to question his faith at that point hurt. But we didn't let it break us. Sure. There's healing every day. Every day. Every single day. And it brought us, me and my husband, more so together. Um, our marriage is amazing. Yeah. He's amazing. I don't know where I would be right now without him. Yeah. Um. That's great to hear. Yeah. Let's <laughs> go. You haven't cried about that. That's a good I know. One. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> we all love um. you. We all love you. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So your family's going through this. You you, you see you see everyone angry. You yes. See your husband, um, going through a very 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 difficult time. Yes. And it broke our kids. Little brother. It broke the children. Gary was very, very close with our children, especially our oldest three. How'd your family take the community and stuff like that? Like, I mean, I know there was anger and stuff and didn't know where to go, but what about, you would think that, I mean, outside perspective, right? You'd think that it would be easier. Was it easier? Did it, I mean, did the community help at all? Like, um, in the healing process or was, where was the healing coming from for you and for the family? The healing for me was from God. Gotcha. And how so? And what in what form? Like, what does that mean? I'm trying to think tangibly for someone who maybe might have lost a family member who was a police officer as well. Because I know he was good. I know he's where he he is in a better place than we are right sure, now. Sure. You know, and yes, death hurts. Yeah. Death is crushing to our hearts, yeah. but they're okay. Yeah. You know, and your father and your brother-in-law. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're having a party up there. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they're, they're good. They are in such a beautiful place, Sure. you know, and knowing that I'm okay. Yeah. You know, and yeah, that's the, that's the hope that we have, right? Our thing is making sure his daughter's, my brother-in-law's daughters are okay mm. and making sure that they know even though their dad is not gone, we are here. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's our main concern, Yeah, you know, and, and my sister-in-law, I love her to death, you know, and you know, I, we're still in their lives. Yeah. You know, even, sure. even though she, you know, moves on with her life, you know, she, we are always with them oh, hanging, yeah. you know, not every single day, but right. we're still part of, of, of her life Let and the on, children's life. But there's healing and there's exactly. growth that comes from it, for sure. You know, and it's just, but it did break our kids. Really? Yeah. The kids? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how, how did you see what happened? Like, what were... Well, let's see. My son, um, Gary always accepted my son as family. Your son, my your yeah, first my okay. my for my first marriage. That's, that's and, a big and that's yes, and Alan loved him, loved him, 
you yeah. know, and Gary was our enforcer. If they got in trouble, you know, he'd come over, grab all three of them, bring them in the back in the backyard, take those bricks, bring them to the other sure. side. Okay, now that you've done that, bring them back, <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> he was our enforcer, you know. So when we lost Gary, it, it went downhill for them. Uh, Alan started using drugs. Really? Um, getting into gang members. Yeah. Um, I was constantly in, yeah, I was constantly in court with him. I could probably tell you the whole judicial system oh, right geez. now. Okay. That's how many times I've been to court with him. And he was in juvenile detention center for uh, eight months. Got out of that. So he's got some anger. Oh, like yeah. The, the anger issues prior. Yeah. Well, he also stopped taking his medications. Okay. So it's a perfect storm here. Yes. Uh, loss, doesn't know how to express it, got anger issues. And his grandfather it. was a very big father figure to him. So when he lost him and then a year later, Gary, sure. it was just boom. Yeah. Two, two big male influences. In yeah. his lifetime. And, uh, how do you, how do you parent through that? I know you're currently doing that. So. I to tell you the truth. What I have been through with him and, and our two other children i don't know if anybody else could do yeah. <laughs> i really i really just what's the worst thing i my son is in prison right now um he'll be home may 19th yeah. <laughs> but yeah he had to do a stint in prison um what happened uh after he got out of juvenile detention, he had a stipulation that um, he had no probation or anything like that, but he had stipulation that he could not be around any type of guns till he was 24. And someone brought in a picture of him with holding a gun. The one thing I have to give my son is he doesn't lie. He, he could have sat there and said, oh, that was from years ago. Oh, that was a baby gun. Mm -hmm. No, he said, no, it was. So, um, that was a violation and straightforward type of character. Yeah. Okay. Um, unapologetic properly. Yeah. He's, he's, he's that one kid. Who's, yeah, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you love him for it. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, but you know, it, it was hard, sure. you know, cause he was looking at three years. He was looking at three years and I just, I, I dropped to my knees and I surrendered said, I can't do it. I can't do this. I can't, I can't handle this. And I need your help, God. Hmm. I said, I'm putting it in your hands. I'm giving him to you. I cannot do it. I can't, I can't do it alone. That's a lot of control you're giving up. I gave up everything. And uh, he only got a year and a day. And he spent eight months of it here in, in county. Okay. So, so he got eight, eight months of, of, of that here so all he had to do was finish out three months in the prison mm. um our other two spiraled with drugs alcohol um that's hard also that. got put in jail recently oh geez okay um so what do you do as a as a christian mother but help us out here what like what have you done other than surrender, I, that's all. That's a big thing. That's a, that's a lot. But like, what does your mentality look like going into parenting like this, or these kids? Just be there. Yeah. To let them know that it doesn't matter what you've done. I'm here. Hmm. Yeah. 
do I agree with your choices? Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely not. Sounds a lot like what God does for us. You know, but I'm not going to walk away from you and yeah. I'm not going to stop fighting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not letting go. Yeah. These are my kids. You know, I did not birth those two, but those are my children. Yeah. Sure. You know, I've had them since Kendall was seven and, and Nicholas was nine. Those are my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I'm do not treat them any different than my son. Yeah. Now, mind you, me and Kendall had some up and downs, boy, because I did not know how to handle a female. <laughs> Trust me. Okay. I I was not the best stepmom ever. <laughs> um well, we learn, right? You know, we learn for sure. And I, I can't even tell you how many times I've had to sit down with her and go, I am so sorry. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um and, 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 you know, we, me and her got into some physical fights too, where she's physical come at me. Yeah. Did you fight her back? Uh, no, as a parent, you know, open-handedly, yes, but never closed <laughs> okay, okay. the fist, okay. sure. <laughs> you know, but you know, the mush and the okay. <laughs> back yeah. up, yeah. you know, grab them by the hair to keep them backwards, oh, you know, I don't know, but, but okay. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Cause, uh, yeah, the fists were, were flying on the other side. Wow. Um, wow. a lot of anger there. Yeah. Um, I, I think that was stemmed from her mother. Okay. We'll have to and, ask Ken about it. Yeah, sure. exactly. That's, that's his story to tell. Yeah. Um, and uh, they also fought their father. And You, you know, it, like, it's just interesting. That's how, like, that's the gospel, right? It's just yeah. like this, this reflection of how God, like, sees his children acting out, <laughs> fighting him, rebelling, and all this stuff. Trying to, oh, yeah. But he won't. Let us go. With all the words that you said. Yeah, I'm he not. keeps fighting for it. I mean, like it's, he won't leave. Nope. You can hate me all you want to. I ain't going nowhere. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we, um, we've uh, we've we've got a little bit of time left here. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else you want to share with us? The biggest shaping forces, or like what what you're doing right now for God, or or where you're at right now spiritually? Um, I am soaking everything in. Yeah. I am soaking every ounce of it. And I, what does that mean? I can't get enough. I need to know more. I need to read more. I need to hear more. I want to be around people more. I want to be around people who want him more. Sure. You know, and bring the Bible, prayer, worshiping, studies, everything. You know, I even go to Bible study at my father-in-law's on Tuesdays. Oh yeah. I I triple it up on Tuesdays. (laughs) I've got my discipleship on Tuesday. Plus I do the women's study group on Tuesday mornings when, when that's going on, you know, and then Tuesday nights I'm at my father-in-law's revival study. I'm, I'm just three piece with the soda. Yeah. Because my job works me and I, I am uh, praying to God right now that he gets me, to a new job that I filled an application out for. Sure. And I know he's going to bring me where I need to be. Yeah. And because uh, 29 years of nails and listening to these <laughs> ladies and their stories and their anger that they come in with and their just nastiness. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm done. Yeah. Hey, that might be a good <laughs> that, place to share the gospel. Though. Oh, I do. Trust oh, me. Yeah? Oh, yeah. You're not cool. supposed to, but boy, I'll tell you, my Bible is right out on my desk. Oh, if I'm not busy, cool. it is flat out right there in the open. That's so. cool. That's cool. Every, every place you need to do <laughs> That's cool. Well, um, yeah, thank you so much for your story. That's a wild one. Oh, yeah. I told you to that's buckle that seatbelt. Yeah, that's a wild one. <laughs> Look, Amanda, I really appreciate it. It's just, it's fascinating because um, I, I'm what, what I got from it was that this, like, 
this whole roller coaster from when you first started to like all the stuff in your teen years shaping identities and then the your 20s and all that stuff and then parenting like these are all sections of your life that god has been working in and being with you and hasn't left you and then now you're kind of yeah, seeing he didn't, that he didn't give up yeah he was fighting for me he fought big because boy i was fighting some demons yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, Amanda, let's, let's close this out. Before we do, we just want to thank you guys if you've finished it off, uh, if you've finished off the podcast with us, if you're ending with us. Share it with someone, um, if, if someone that might benefit from this type of testimony. Um, I'm sure Amanda wouldn't mind speaking and stuff like that. Not at all. To them. Um, be sure to like and share and invite into the group anyway. Amanda, <laughs> we, we finish off with uh, every podcast with the same question. Why do you think God is awesome? That's a hard question to answer. Something. That's a real hard yeah. question to answer because everything he does is awesome. <laughs> yeah. 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 What do you though? Why do you think he's awesome? The unconditional love. Hmm. He never lets go. Amen. Well, thank you guys. We love you. We will talk to you guys next time. <laughs>